Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle Podcast and welcome to episode 49. It is a dreary, rainy day here in Texas. It is Saturday afternoon, 2.30, and I have to be honest with you guys, I have not done much today, and it has felt wonderful. I woke up, like I normally do, with a bunch of things on my to-do list, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, just kind of you know, going with how I feel and throwing my to-do list to the wind sometimes, and I kind of did that today. You know, I'll get a few things done today, but I noticed a few nights ago that I was starting to have physical symptoms of stress and overwhelm. And normally for me, the physical symptoms I have when I'm starting to feel this way are, you know, having a very tight chest. So like my chest constricts and I feel like I can't take a full, deep lung full of breath. So whenever I have those physical symptoms, it's kind of a trigger or a reminder saying, hey, Kristen, you know, slow down. It's like little warning bells going off telling me to slow down and just kind of cool it for a minute. You know, take a chill pill, just relax a little bit because again, everything will get done in due time. So instead of doing the many things on my to-do list today, I lit a fire in the fireplace and I made myself a really warm bowl of chicken noodle soup. I stayed in my pajamas and, you know, curled up with a blanket and my slippers, turned on the TV in my living room and rented the movie The Holiday. Now, this is my favorite movie to watch during this time of year. It's one I can watch over and over and over again. If you haven't seen it, it's with Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and Jude Law. And it just gives me all the feels. So as I was watching this movie, there was a particular scene that just reminded me of something and it triggered this episode today. And it's something I want to talk about today. So in case you haven't seen it, it's repeated multiple times throughout the movie that Cameron Diaz cannot cry. Like in this movie, she says, you know, I haven't cried since I was like 15 years old when her parents got divorced. And so it's kind of a little bit of a theme throughout the movie. I won't spoil it or anything like that, but she is just unable to cry. And it's interesting because I relate a lot to this because I am not someone who cries often. If I had to put a number on the amount of times I cry per year, it's probably once or twice. And today was one of those days where I cried because this movie made me cry and it brought out a lot of emotions that I tend to keep pent up. I keep them deep, deep inside myself and I just busy myself with other tasks. And after kind of letting all of that out and crying. And it was, it was a mix of tears. It was some sadness, 
some, some from my overwhelm and my anxiety and then some like happy tears because of what was actually going on in the movie. But it just reminded me how important it is, even though painful, how important it is to actually feel your feelings and to not stifle the way you're feeling or how your body is wanting to express that, right? So for me, for some reason, I don't know why this is, and it's something I probably need to dig a little deeper, but for me, crying is a sign of weakness. So I don't know why this is. I don't know why I felt this way. Not necessarily when I'm seeing someone else crying. It's not that I think they're weak. It's if I cry, if I allow myself to be that vulnerable and that shattered and that broken down and just raw, to me, that's that's always been seen or viewed in my mind as a weakness. And that's something that I really need to work on because I believe it takes true strength to be able to cry and to be able to feel and go through all these different emotions and to have the courage to actually allow yourself to feel everything you're feeling instead of just glossing over it. I tend to gloss over a lot of my feelings throughout my days because I just don't want to feel them. And it's something I've been working on over the past year. I'm not doing the greatest job, but today was just a really great reminder that I need to just allow myself a chance to breathe and to just feel and to not try to make the feelings go away, to not try to fix them or solve them or distract myself and do something else, but to just sit there and be in the moment with my feelings and allow myself to have all of those emotions coursing through me. Because after I finished watching The Holiday, I mean, it definitely is a feel-good movie, but I felt so much lighter. I noticed that my chest isn't tight anymore, so it doesn't feel constricted. I can take a deep breath and actually feel like it is revitalizing and re-energizing my body. Because here's the thing, your emotions are going to come out in one way or another at some point because you just can't keep things bottled up for that long. You can't keep them inside for that long. They're going to come out in some way, shape, or form. I tend to be the kind of person who's able to, I'm not going to say convert my emotions into productivity or convert my stress into productivity, but I work very well in high pressure situations. I'm able to get a lot done. I'm able to produce really good work in high pressure situations. And I think that just comes from my past and my background with my academics and honors courses and things like that. I was always under a lot of pressure to perform and to exceed expectations, but to do it in a very short amount of time. And that's carried on into my adult life. And the more I sit here and think about that, the more I realize just how detrimental that is to my well-being, especially my mental and emotional health. With NaNoWriMo taking place this month and deciding to vlog every single day of it, so to get my word count and then to also film updates and you know posting them to social media, it has definitely been very overwhelming for me. I'm only a week into it as of today or 10 days into it, and it's stressful. It's more stressful than I thought it was going to be. But what I've come to realize is that I'm the one putting that stress and that pressure on myself. And I know I've had this sort of epiphany in previous podcast episodes, but when you get so wrapped up in the things that you're doing and the things that you're working on, you sometimes lose sight of the fact that 
you're the one putting all of these pressures and deadlines and overwhelm and anxiety on yourself. I'm the one imposing these things onto myself. So today, just being able to relax and watch a movie in the middle of the afternoon and just kind of curl up and not do anything with my to-do list and to allow my body to express itself to kind of vacate all of these lingering emotions that have been here probably for a few years, to be honest, was not only a very satisfying feeling, it was also a very necessary one. I feel so much lighter than I did when I woke up this morning. And that's really the only, words can't even describe it, that's the only way I can put it. I just feel lighter, I'm standing taller, I don't feel as bogged down, I don't feel like I have the weight of a thousand emotions and feelings and past events sitting on my shoulders. So why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we put so much pressure to exceed expectations? And also, where are these expectations even coming from? When you really think about it, you know, you're the one putting the expectations on yourself. And I had to give myself a really big reminder of that today and watching that movie specifically and crying because that was the thing too. While I was watching the movie, and I started to feel emotional, I was still trying to suppress it. I was still kind of biting my lower lip and my eyes were watering and I was blinking really fast, you know, trying to keep the tears inside, not wanting them to well up, not wanting to even create a sound or a noise, you know, that sobbing noise. I was trying so hard to suppress it. And I paused the movie for a minute and I sat up and I was like, why am I trying to suppress it? I am sitting here alone in the middle of my living room on a Saturday, watching a movie. I'm having a bunch of feelings right now. What, what is like, no one's here. No one's watching me. What is so wrong with crying? If I feel like crying, I'm going to freaking cry. <laughs> and this might sound so strange if you're someone who cries on a regular basis, or you're someone who's very, you know, just emotional. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Being emotional is not a bad thing. But if you're someone who is very emotional and you know, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you're constantly showing that to the world and you're comfortable, like I honestly envy you. I envy that you are able to do that because for me, it's always been a struggle. It's been very, very hard for me to do that. And I've always kept all of my emotions and feelings pent up inside. And that's hard because I feel like sometimes I never really get to show my true self. And that's in a sense, robbing, robbing myself, the joy of really getting to know my true self and that more intimate side that apparently I haven't wanted to get to know. Otherwise I would be allowing myself to cry and get emotional more often. And when I'm talking about emotions, I'm not just talking about crying. I'm also talking about laughter, you know, that full belly, loud laughter. Like if I'm in a public place and I find something very, very funny, I notice that I'll cover my mouth to sort of muffle the sound. And I'm like, why do we do this? I know maybe we're thinking, oh, it's out of respect for other people, but why do we try to stifle and suppress these emotions that are just a normal part of being a human? Why do we do that? It's just something I was thinking about today. I wanted to come on here and share it. I didn't, you know, this isn't a podcast episode where I have like, here's, you know, X, Y, Z and tips to do this. I just really wanted to come on here and talk about just allowing yourself to feel your feelings and to allow your body to express those feelings and emotions 
in the way that it wants to and not suppressing it. And I'm also just going to make it a point to really laugh more often, to cry more often, to just dance around my living room, you know, blast the music and dance and laugh at myself and be goofy and just to have more fun. Life is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be super serious, like productive, hardworking all the time. And especially moving into the holidays here, you know, I'm reminded much more of that, that it's time to just kind of slow down a little bit and really just enjoy, enjoy the space you're in, enjoy where you're at and to laugh, cry and dance whenever you feel like it. So that's all I have for you guys today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And other than that, I will chat with you in the next one. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.